Emanating from our basement studios. I've never seen contraptions with so many buttons and knobs and dials before. This is WADD Talk Radio with Bill Neville. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Now don't call me sure. Patrick Keenahan. I work with him and that's it. I tried to introduce him to a few nice people. He made a fool of himself. And Sean Heenahan. Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Okay, let's go. All right, welcome everybody to episode 70 of WADD Talk Radio. What's going on, fellas? Hey, How you doing? What's up, Bill? Hey, Billy. Um, wow, 70 episodes. This is crazy. All the way to 70, baby. We're, seven zero. We're officially really on the road to 100 right now. Post-giggity episode. <laughs> yeah, post the uh, 69 yes, episode. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun last week with uh, with our little intro and a little bit of... Uh, of uh, George Michael, I think it was at the beginning, with the with the sexy saxophone and and Patrick talking all nasty and dirty. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun, and this week is, is going to be another good one. We have the ESPY Awards tonight, and and why are the ESPY Awards tonight? We were discussing this before the show. It's the one day of the year of that the whole calendar year. There's nothing going on. There's no professional sports going on, professional or college or anything like that. No that's, sports games. That's pretty cool. And, and, and ESPN in obviously the US, that is right, right, right. And ESPN obviously picks out that date for a reason. So all their professional sports stars can be in attendance or most of them can be in attendance for the SB awards especially the ones that are going to win uh said awards um we actually have the SB awards up on stream right here next to us and uh, john cena is going to be the host this year and he's going to be really good and uh, i'm telling you this because i've seen him on tv every you've week. seen john cena wait what's his name <laughs> i don't have the thing because i have the screen up no. but um john cena is is Arguably the most well-spoken entertainer out there. Could be. Could he, be. He is so damn good on the mic every single week on WWE programming and in all his TV appearances and the late night shows and the morning shows and all that fun stuff. And he's going to be really, really good. And he's actually quite witty. If you've seen anything, or any I haven't of his, seen any of his movies. Yeah, like, I, Bill, I don't understand how you see this guy. Touche. If you've seen any of his movies, like like Trainwreck or uh, anything else, he's been Trainwreck in. was very. He was very good. On he's that. he's very witty. He's very. I'm going to come up there and I'm going to suck your dick. <laughs> you sir are an asshole. You know what I do to assholes? I lick them. <laughs> That is definitely my favorite, uh, my favorite line from Trainwreck. And John Cena played a, the perfect meathead, weird boyfriend kind of closet homosexual. I look like Mark Wahlberg. Eight Mark Wahlberg. Right. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. But uh, we have we have the SB Awards on stream, ready to go, and I'm going to try to get John Cena's monologue on here so we can listen and comment. You can only listen on it live. <laughs> that better be his intro music. It should be at least to John have it like. Cena sucks. At least have the orchestra or something play it because they always have an orchestra there. Is he wearing that, cargo that plays shorts. Music. He's not on yet. It's still showing the uh, the Carolina Panthers Is and Broncos. He wearing cargo shorts. Nice. <laughs> uh, jorts. Yeah, these are Cole uh, jorts. <laughs> he has his uh, his knee braces on, and his, I got him at no. sale at Coles. Everything's always on sale <laughs> at Coles. <laughs> That is oh, phenomenal. So funny. Yeah, but they're still showing highlight packages of the NBA Finals now, so just I can only imagine the audio that's just sucking LeBron's dick oh, so not, hard right not, now. As it should. The Black Lives Matters people aren't talking about. Oh no, that's done. That was uh that was oh. before the SB started. The banana boat crew. Oh my god. All sports matter. I'm so tired of this agenda shit. Like Please. It's, one, it's one thing to actually have a true feeling, and yes, you want unity and you want all that stuff. Sure. It's one thing just to be like, "Ooh, attention! Ooh, attention, guys, guys!" A lot of it feels. Right. A lot of it in Go play Pokemon. It feels so forced. Thing. It's forced, and then it, it also feels like, "Oh, we're trying to unite and explain our side," but it just sometimes it comes off as more divisive than anything. Right, else. And, and, and in reality, your way. your BLM people, people are, are are out there doing their thing, and they're, they're they're threatening cops. And look what happened in Dallas. And look what happened with um. What's the running back from Cleveland's name? He's not that good. I can't remember his name. Isaiah he, Crowell. Thank you. He posted some awful uh, picture of uh, of a copy. I think it was a family circus Instagram. cartoon. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, actually. Well, John Cena's coming out now. Let's uh, let's hear what he has to say. Come on. No, it should. Be. I want to start by commending God our damn athletes it. for their brave message at the beginning of this program. 
I'll tell you who's brave, brother. Mick Foley jumping Jimmy off John Cena's tail. Jimmy V once said, you have a great day if you can think, if you can cry, and you can laugh. That's what I love about this program, because tonight we are going to do all three. With that being said, welcome to the ESPY Awards. Just injecting the energy. This is that one magical night a year where J.R. Smith wears a shirt. I wonder who wrote for him. My name is John Cena. For those of you who don't know me, I just signed a max contract with the New York Knicks. <laughs> Good one. You might recognize me from a movie called Trainwreck. Oh, we got, Which I said was going to be a lackluster, by the way. Despite its title, it is not about the 2016 Summer Olympics. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I get some tension in the room. Let's just address it. Why the hell did they get me to host this thing? No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Biggest night in sports? They couldn't go out and get Kevin Hart, Matt Damon, Kristaps Porzingis? He was my number one, by the way. Instead, they hand it to a guy who spends most of his life in jean shorts and is actually proud of it. Why? Why did they go get a guy from the redheaded stepchild of sport and entertainment? Why did ESPN get a host from the WWE? I mean, it's rigged. <laughs> did I just spoil the surprise for some of the people? What, the, ES- the ESPYs are rigged? It's scripted no, entertainment. WWE. What we do is fake, right? So I know what you're thinking. Me hosting the ESPYs, that's crazy. Or is it genius? It's time to take a look at yourself, sports, and realize that you're more like the WWE than you have ever imagined. I'm going to start with the NBA. <clears throat> it just goes the NBA and then just goes on to Cleveland the won something. This timing is, is not that great comedic. That's thing. actually impossible. There is no way that that wasn't scripted. Has he hosted Saturday Night Live yet? Especially when you look at the whole story. I believe so. Okay, LeBron. You used to be a good guy. And then you turned into a bad guy. And now you're a good guy again? And you left the NBA hanging. What are they going to do when they don't have a bad guy? Exactly what we do. They're going to make a new one. KG. I mean, it is so on point. Kevin Durant picture. I love we it. We had this analogy last, yeah. last episode. My hat's yep. off to football, though. They got it right this year. Our beloved hero. Boo, fuck that. But they don't beat women in the WWE. Oh, wait. I he was sidelined. Well, sort of. Looks like all hope was lost. Helpless in the clutches of his arch nemesis. <laughs> but in the moment of truth... Peyton comes off the bench, wins the championship, and rides off into the sunset with the love of his life. I'll wear a turquoise <laughs> Papa suit. John. Uh, I was pushing for you and Papa John. <laughs> but that's not the only thing football gets right. I mean, they build characters. Odell Beckham Jr. Is high as shit right now. Hell, he already looks like a WWE superstar. He does look like Enzo. He it's is like Enzo. one parent yeah. away from being Coco Beware. <laughs> it should have gone Enzo Right But no I don't think anyone Would know who Enzo Probably not, not I yet. will admit Here is the one place That the and WWE Has you beat The one thing we have See They could have done that Made a little thing Vince We're both McMahon. the same A maniacal billionaire Pulling the strings Behind the scenes Who uses every trick In the book To manipulate things To his advantage Any way he can Something like that That is way too crazy For real sports Roger. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, this is really, I like it. Or maybe we have more in common than you think. Maybe on the biggest night where sport meets entertainment, they got the perfect host. So let's tell some jokes, right? You guys ready to have some fun? Let's fucking hope so. When when did the jokes start? Excellent. So let's start with an awesome story. Cleveland. Cleveland finally ended their 52-year championship drought. How about that, right? Yeah, you tell Next on Cleveland's to-do list, fix everything else. 
No, no. What is? Trade had 1.3 million people show up. Take a look at that. 1.3 million people in Cleveland, and somehow not one good quarterback. Oh, <laughs> nice. Very nice. LeBron James is here. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is here. Kevin Love is here. Pretty good seat, Kev. I expected to see you uh, off in the corner. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> Screaming, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open. <laughs> He's a champ, he'll be all right. Peyton Manning <laughs> and Kobe Bryant, they retired this year. Let's give it up for two of the all-time greats. Now, Peyton and Kobe's final games had a couple things in common. They were both unforgettable and almost no passing. Oh, that was great. Kobe, my man. What a career! Yeah! Yes! I'm excited too! I want to run right down there and give you a high five. I just really feel like you'd missed the first dozen attempts. Ah, oh. <laughs> uh, he's gonna be fine. You're gonna be alright. And so will Kobe's Lakers. Hey, they got Luke Walton, right? He is now their new head coach and their best player. Oh. You know, showing Shaq legends. Right now. Does anybody else think it's weird that Phil Jackson is reassembling in the Bulls in New York, but not the good Bulls? You do think that's weird. Superstar Tim did a career after 19 seasons. A big fundamental. And you know him. I kicked Tim out of Duncan one game in his whole career for laughing. Stupendous way possible in the middle of the night in the offseason. What a diva, right? <laughs> How amazing Serena Williams. That's what I'm talking about. She has won 22 Grand Slam Wombat. Yeah, what was that? Miss Q, they're still warming up here. Serena won Wimbledon last weekend with Beyonce and Jay-Z in the stands cheering her on. Beyonce went because Serena was in her lemonade video. Jay-Z went because now he goes wherever Beyonce tell him to go. Why do you put on black, black voice, huh? Yeah, why? why? I see a friend in the audience tonight, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Oh, he's here. Is, Woo! He, uh, is he drunk? High flying. Jet, you know you're in a room of pro athletes when a guy named Ric Flair is considered sensibly dressed. <laughs> the Rams are here. Don't get too excited. I mean, they're here in Los Angeles. They are not at the ESPYs. The ESPYs is for winners. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Fisher only Now we're getting going under. Finally getting warmed up Okay <laughs> Speaking of winners The NCAA basketball champion Villanova Wildcats Are in the house You know the fans here That's right Villanova Villanova scored 82 points a game During their incredible tournament run That is the most scoring At a Catholic school Since literally Every prom at a Catholic school They get frisky You guys know what I'm talking about Jordan Spieth was about to wear that green jacket at Augusta till that terrible 12th hole. Here's a fun fact. That terrible 12th hole is also the name of Dwight Howard's favorite strip club. <laughs> He's your problem now, Atlanta. That's Ooh, too close. You. Well, speaking of disasters, there is a super bacteria recently found in Rio, just what the Olympics needed. Another way for Bob Costas to catch pink eye. <laughs> oh, nice. I like this audience. They're really good. <laughs> I want to know how much Irish golfers, Rory McIlroy, Graham like McDowell, like and Shane Lowry pulled out of the Olympics because of the Zika virus, which is surprising because the Irish aren't really known for pulling out. Yo! Yo! Speaking of finishing, <laughs> that's my last joke. Are you guys yes. ready to get started with this? Cena! That is wonderful. You guys are awesome. Let's get it started. That was awesome. That was uh, that was okay. There was a couple bombs in there, but there yeah. was also a couple. Home As there runs. always, there is. was a couple home runs too. So. He did a great job writing that. <laughs> well, I just want to know who actually helped him because there's got to be comics that like. You oh, know, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, 
Definitely, but that was uh, that was solid. Uh, it was it was fun to listen to that live and comment over it. And they usually things like that. They usually go after more people who aren't in the room than are in the room, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Because that you, makes because you can get you can switch to the other camera with yeah. them, the camera right in their face and catch their reaction. That's like the same thing at roast. You only make fun of the people that are there. Right, exactly. That was cool. Yeah, great. That was perfect timing yeah. for that, huh? We should get started right when the ESPYs did. Yeah, there you go. That was wonderful. And yeah. We saw the best part of it. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I won't watch a single bit after that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You know the best thing about the ESPYs is they don't sting- sing the Star Spangled Banner or O Canada oh, beforehand, no. so then someone can... I know what you're getting at now. Yeah, no. I, uh, I don't know. A little, little bit of a dum-dum here. In the social justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. Idiots who say stupid things, and the people who record and talk about those idiots. These are their stories. Dum Dums. So. When it comes to national anthems, very rarely, well, you never see the lyrics change. Now, you definitely see some people taking some liberties you know, you, you got the the like Jimmy the Hendrix of the world, sure, yeah. or, or, or the got, Jimmy or the Jimi Hendrix who make it fucking beautiful, and or, you got Gaga doing a verse over again, which actually put pushed the over of the time limit on the prop yeah, band, so the Super Bowl. Or you have someone like Roseanne or Carl Lewis who completely ruin it. Oh my God, Roseanne was um, brutal. But no, or you have Chewbacca mom, and she did a great job. Yeah. she sang. She did a great job. Really? Oh, oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, great singer. And the of the brave, <laughs> um, but I don't know if you guys watched the All Star Game. Yep. But uh, pre All Star Game, obviously uh, there are teams from America and Canada. So, like most sporting events, they do both uh, national anthems. Yeah. So the tenors uh, were singing the Canadian. It's the name of the group, right? Yep. Uh, and they were singing uh, "Oh Canada," and I'm gonna uh, I'll pipe it in real quick, uh, and you guys can hear. My opinion: a better national anthem than the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, okay. Canada, in terms definitely. of just straight up a song, I agree. Oh, Canada kicks the shit out of I agree. Star Spangled Banner. All right, and then uh, so this guy, uh, we'll listen real quick here, uh, see how he changed the lyrics. Let's see if you guys can catch the new lyrics. So he said, all lives matter. I don't know what lyrics he was supposed to say, but that's not the right lyrics. He said... uh, And then he pulled a... uh, He pulled like a little sign out of his uh, his little... uh, Tux there. Did he really? It was something physical too? Yeah, all all lives matter. You're Uh, telling me the group didn't know he was going to do that? I don't think so, because all of a sudden you can tell on their face in that video, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And they were so quick to throw him under the bus afterwards. Yeah, they like, released that press statement that night or whatever. And there were, they also used the word, like, he's a dumb, like, what are you doing, dude? It's Canadian, like, you're, I don't know, it was just such a wrong spot for it. Well, and then people who agree with it, it's the perfect spot for it. It's, everyone's watching. It's a big stage. It's It's a way to do it. But you know what? Also, are we talking about the movement? Are we talking about unity? Are we talking about this douchebag? putting himself out there and trying to be a political statement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. it, it, it didn't, it, it, things like that never go the way that they, not that they should, but the but whole, that those people want to. All lives matter thing is, I th- like the Black Lives Matter is what it is and they have their, you know, their, some of their valid points, some of their other things that people are going to agree and disagree on. A lot on, of them the whole, stand on the awful values yeah, yeah, though. And, that, and we could beat that horse to death. Right. In, we're, know, and we're literally not Literally into the glue factory. <laughs> but what, the, all, it's just like, that's not, it's like, dude, that's not your fight. No. Like, you know what I mean? It's not no. our, It's not your fight to say, like, all lives matter or anything like that. Just, like, just sing the goddamn song. Do your best job with it. Do your fucking job. And, and you and get off the goddamn field. And you couldn't help your cause by being four white guys out there singing, singing all lives matter. If and it it's was, not, and no one would have made a big deal of it if it was an all black group. Yeah, and they said black lives matter. Or then all it's lives like, matter. Okay, what? then people would be like, oh, okay, well, they're making their statement. That's fine. All lives matter comes across... Um, from some people, seems bit, some people can misconstrue it as racist. Some people can misconstrue it as, um, you know, being ignorant or uh, not uh, or de- devaluing what black what the core values of Black Lives Matter means. Um, but also, and you know, like we said, we could beat that to death. But the other dumbass thing that like that guy did it is like, what are you doing? But then in their press release, as you said, they were trying. They backed up from that statement. Uh, you know, that guy doing that. What they, did they like, call him, Sean? They they were like, this was an act of a lone wolf. 
Dumb like dumbs. all wolves matter. It's like what do a lone wolf thing is like is the is the guy who went into the new town and shot all those kids and like the Aurora shooting is a lone wolf thing. Like not some guy singing a different lyric and throwing up like a notebook pad like you know a little sig- you know, slogan thing. And he wasn't just doing it maliciously. He was no. doing it to cause controversy because you don't do something like that on that type of stage without causing and controversy. I had never no, heard of the tenors before until now. Yeah. Could have been a That's a good point. It's yeah. just we it's just it was such a weird thing to do it. Yeah, I don't know. They're the Niners now, aren't they? And it was uh, the MLB All-Star game. Like, I don't know. From the Tenors, now they're the Niners because they suspended (laughs) their guy. And apparently, like, Canadians, like, really take their national anthem series to begin with. So it's like, he, because, like, when whatever, you know, like, when Metallica fucked up, people were like, oh, wow, they just, like, butchered that. But, like, and it was, like, a day for one. Some people care, some people don't. You know, the other people, you know, doing their own rendition, like, oh, that was very good. I like the change in it. Apparently, oh, Canada, like... Canadians want that shit like perfect. Did that guy come out? And so it was like, almost like triply offensive in that like yeah. they met, they changed the lyrics and they changed it to Canadians. They're pissing off the Black Lives Matter movement, and you're disrupting the All Star Game, which is supposed to be like they just like a distraction. It's a distraction, and like we are unity here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, did he apologize for this? Oh, I have no idea. Because he could be literally the only Canadian ever to not apologize. Nice. <laughs> He probably said sorry, like, under his breath after it, too. Sorry. Good guys, I'm real sorry. Sorry, eh? Uh, but matter, speaking eh? of the All-Star game, um, because nothing else is going on this week, is the All-Star, you know, Home Run Derby was Was that on. Big Poppy's last All-Star game, Shawnee Boy? Yeah, it's his last season. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's done. Okay. Yeah, a co-worker had, I, I tried to have this argue there. with me. I, I know you just yeah, threw it out there, but like, oh, I don't know. He's playing really... I was like, no, like, why would he come back? His feet are killing him. You can see it. Sure. Well, David Ortiz knows better where he wouldn't be accepting all of this this praise and, and all these ceremonies and, and standing ovations and all that stuff if he even, even had an inkling that he wanted to come back. Yeah. Because then that's a kind of a douche. And that's probably move. why yeah. he's going through with it all and probably why he's battling through, like, if his feet hurt and something like that, he's like, okay, I'll just, let me just, I got one more half a season left. Let me just power through. Right. And honestly, the Red Sox showed up and they played really great. They did. Um, Poppy, what, grounded out and then he was walked. Yeah. I thought he was really going to get that grooved pitch. I was really hoping he could hit a home run. Which I think um, he walked. That that walk was con, uh, was one of the runs, I believe. I think the Red Sox counted for two of those four runs. Yeah, uh, because yeah, Mookie t- came in on a ho- Hosmer uh, home run. Basically, the only people that did well for the like that scored or helped the AL get runs was either Red Sox or Royals. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. went two for two. Mookie yep. went two for one and two. Dude, Xander went he one and two. Crushed that ball into left field. Holy it was like the most perfect hit. And then like Jackie Bradley Jr. did what he hand. did, like a, sh- a, sh- a quick little hit, and then like used the speed to get to first. Red Sox played really, really good. Really um, well, Sean. Really well. Sorry. Um, <laughs> don't get all MIT on us, okay? I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah, coming from a dumb dumb into a smart smart. <laughs> Pat, you were on yes. uh, MIT Radio, huh? Yes. You're welcome for that 70-mile-an-hour meatball over the get plate. Out of now, the, uh... first, Bill, you went on with your boys uh, from NAI yep. um, first, yep. I believe, mm-hmm. and then maybe two or three weeks later, Sean and I went on, Yep. Um, and then I was a lone wolf <laughs> <laughs> went, on, <laughs> went on myself on Friday. Uh, the pleasure of guns. <laughs> exactly. I'm a dum-dum. Uh, but yeah, I got to go on with Mark Moroso. Shout out to Mark, uh, Mark Moroso. Mark Morfrosso. Wait, is that you just butchered oh, his last name? Dude, he messed up. Yeah, my last he did name. it again, uh, again, huh? Again, he nair hand. He says, "Yeah, I wasn't uh, there. I, did he ask for me? No, I but, went to a fish show. So, yeah, no, and that's what I said. I was like, yeah, no way. I've seen Heens around? He's at a fish show, dancing, throwing glow sticks at people. It's gonna be great. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Where was that, Xfinity? Yeah, yeah, you nice. had some good Snapchats from that with the the whole crowd behind you yeah, and everything, that was awesome. the lighting. That was, that, dope, was uh, right? that was pretty cool. Um, but and you know, and it's always cool to go on live radio. Um, interesting, different. Obviously, it's a different format than from what we're doing right now. So I think the first time that we went on, Sean, you made a big no swearing sign. So I, I copied that as well. Cause well, I need to make sure because I would probably swear. Sorry, I just. <clears throat> Threw up a little bit of my chicken sandwich. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's real gross. Mm, yummy. And I'm swallowing it again. That okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So no, it was good. We shot the shit for about an hour. Had some fun. Um, and it, it was just fun to be on live radio. You know, it's uh, with that little red light in your in your uh, 
in your face. I mean, yep. You can't edit stuff like we do on this podcast all true. the time. It's true. Um, but no, it was it was a good start to the weekend, and then Saturday was even better because we uh, Sean and I had a very good friend Nick Tuso come up. Um, and then also our buddy Matt too, he came over too, and it was just great because we, you know, whenever, and it's so funny, Sean, you made this, you made this uh, observation, whenever I have a little bit of a get together or a party or, or something where it's like, all right, we're going to drink all Saturday night, it's going to be fun. There ends up being a major UFC fight. Yeah, it's kind of weird how that works it's out. It's very weird like that. Your one Saturday, your one summer party, and then your Christmas party. It seems like there was always a, a UFC pay-per-view. And then this Saturday was UFC 200, UFC 200. which was uh, a little flat, I think, in the grand scheme yeah, of things. Yeah, UFC For fights sure. always are. Sure. No, uh, yeah. Sometimes there's car like I think this well, Conor McGregor if, fight. You know, if Conor was on, if it was Conor and Diaz, and then Cormier, and and if John Bones Jones didn't have, you know, didn't get suspended, it would this night would actually have been pretty fucking awesome. Um, but John Bones Jones tested positive for what he tested positive for. He had a back down. He wasn't allowed to fight. So Conor Daniel McGregor Cormier, tested for being a douchebag. Well, that was never going to happen on 200 anyway. They're probably going to get. You know, uh, either the next fight or they're gonna wait for that for the MSG. Was right. it because Connor asked um, for too much money? McGregor's or? gonna be no, on two. He wasn't. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't willing to do all the press tours um, that he did last time because he was. Uh, he wanted to put all his time into training, and basically was just like, "Well, fuck that! Like, I don't want to do this." He said he was gonna show up for something, and he didn't, and that pissed Dana White off. Dana White's like, "All right, fine, you're done." Uh, and then he was like, "Oh, well, I quit UFC," and they're like, "Okay." And then he said, "Well, not really. I don't retire." Uh, so there was a lot of. Fucking big dick and big dick swing and trying to like yep. you know trying to like one up each other. But Saturday night was turned out to be the big fight was the Mark Hunt against Brock Lesnar. Yep, um, his name is Mark Hunt by the way. Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt. Uh, really wish his name was Mike. Australian. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, it's kind of sucked because there was only like two KOs or three three two KO one take one TKO on the main card and then like two on the undercard. Um, like Cain Velasquez beat Travis Brown in the TKO. first round. Uh, in the first round with a nasty leg kick. Jose Aldo beat Frankie Edgar, uh, you know, unanimous decision, which means it goes all the way. Cormier beat Anderson Silva, who came off the couch after two days, who had like fucking love handles, who everyone thought was going to get destroyed, but actually came down to unanimous decision. He was doing really well. Yeah, that was and then a fight that everyone wanted to see Brock Lesnar against Mark Hunt, uh, unanimous decision. Uh, even though, like, that was really unanimous in terms of, I mean, Brock was on top of him, like, all of the time, oh, just stronger. beating he's his bigger. head in. And Mark Hunt was doing a good job of, like, doing other stuff, but, like, as soon as Brock's on top of you, it's just, it's you're, over. You're done. And then the one fight, um, Amanda Nunez beat Misha Tate in a TKO. That was the only other, that was the TKO, which was, that was over in, like, two seconds. He was on top of her all but the whole fight, yeah. What I want to, like, what fascinates me and I've never seen anything like this I don't think anyone really has a guy like Brock Lesnar that can go from you know he was in the UFC for a little while uh, and then he stopped and then he went over to the WWE and then he you know ended up beating Undertaker right and a couple of years ago yep um, in Wrestlemania 2014 yep and and then he was doing that for a while and then comes back to UFC and, and now, he made a name for himself in UFC right no, he made it. He started in WWE. WWE. Yeah, oh, WWE. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And he's back, you know. So, and I've never seen a guy that can like switch off from doing both of those. Like, I didn't even a. I didn't even know that like either company would let you do that. Nope. Or it never happens. It never happens. Right. That, that's never happened. The CM Punk was like, oh well, I'll just go UFC. But CM Punk was oh, he was like a looper. Forever. CM Punk is an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. But he was just a. He was just a like. He's a punk. He's been a professional wrestler and been in looping for that until he got until he All made it to his the show. Life. All his life. So he was never like a true fighter fighter. Nope. He was an entertainer. He's still not. He's still not. And he's ne- he he's hasn't fought in the UFC and everyone knew that and it never materialized and I don't think it ever will. But I do not know anyone like Brock Lesnar that can do that. Also in the I also think it's a sign of the times get right cuz when you say the WWE's on a back Back on an upswing. Oh, yeah. Right? Totally. For sure. In terms of, you know, from the attitude era, it kind of died and now it's back. And AJ Styles, baby. I mean, it is it is popping off. And obviously, the UFC has never been bigger. I mean, just last week, it was sold for $4 billion. It was bought in 2001 for $2 million and now <laughs> sold for two, $4 billion. I don't even, I, I don't know, I don't do math, so I don't know the, the ROI on that, but that's insane. So, I think they made a guy money. like Lesnar, and then even in the UFC fights, they're promoting SummerSlam. Right. 
I, I was blown it, away it, by it that. It was part of the, uh, the his WWE contract had it written in where Brock would get one UFC date that he would be able to just sort of do a one-off while he was still under contract with WWE. And when Dana White approached him to do UFC 200, he's like, hell yeah, absolutely. Do you think that so was he, kind of the reason why they put that in there? Like, hey, UFC 200 Oh, that was definitely part down, of it. But I also think WWE name. had to pay UFC even more for that, I think. Um, I don't think so. It was part it, of the I contract? I think it was part of the deal. Dude, there was two 30-second promos. Be- well, not only that. But not just but- for Brock's fight, but for like the WWE. One was for like the WWE SummerSlam in general. And then the other one was hyping up the Orton against... Lesnar. Right. Well, WWE actually did promotion for UFC 200 as well and uh, promoted or, or, or discussed Brock Lesnar's fight on Raw okay. on Monday. Wow. All right. Well, so, it makes sense for both yeah. entities yeah, to no, do it that. Really, it really, really There does. is crossover. Totally. I just so you said it's a one-off, so we won't see Brock in the UFC while, again. While Brock no, we'll see him in the NFL contract. next season. And then when's his... I believe his contract, and don't quote me, but I believe his contract ends at WrestleMania 34. Which is the next one is thirty three in April. Okay, so we might not see Brock in the UFC for another year and a half, unless he somehow gets out of the contract. But do you think he's big enough that he could just be like, "Well, fuck you, I want to do it," and like make another contract? And he would because there's no one else that could do that. Brock Lesnar cares about no one but Brock Lesnar. That's all that matters in this. He would be like, you know what? Fuck your last year. I'm out. He there was a Coors Light sponsor or Bud Light sponsor. For one of you, the last UFC fight he did, and they're like, "What are you going to do with this winning? I'm going to go home and drink Bud." Or it was a, he goes, "I'm going to." It was a Bud Light sponsor, and he goes, "I'm going to go home and drink Coors Light." Yeah, like that's how <laughs> much he Light, doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> exactly. Was he aware of that and did that on purpose, or is he just yes. Yes. probably? Wow. Is he going to be the starting fullback for the LA Rams? No, he won't because he's he horrible be. at football. He dabbled at football at yeah, one point. He got cut in training camp right. by the Vikings. That was the reason why he, he in the early 2000s Vikings. When he he was an All-American uh, wrestler. collegiate wrestler. Yeah. Uh, coming and then in 2002 he came into WWE. And in 2004, he just up and left WWE to go try out for the Minnesota Vikings. And, and that didn't work out. Didn't make it out of. And a few years later, he got he started dabbling into the MMA stuff and started getting into UFC. And then in uh, November of 2011, I believe was his last fight yep. in UFC. And he came back the Raw after WrestleMania in 2012 uh, to confront John Cena and beat up John Cena. And he's been in WWE ever since then. Yeah, because he was sick a little bit. He had this like infection. Diverticulitis. Diverticulitis, which is uh, extra packets that are made inside of your colon, which are all full of acid and cause you great pain. From steroids? Uh, no, I don't know what it's from, actually. Narcissism? Uh, maybe not. Like Maybe <laughs> like be. weird nutrition. I'm not sure. One, one question I had sword about... Sword tattoos? Yeah, one question I had about the, uh, the Brock Lesnar fight. Do you guys have any idea how UFC scoring works? Because having watched that fight in the three rounds, Brock dominated the first round. Mark Hunt got a couple of shots in in the second round, but Brock was on top of him the entire third round. But somehow the, the judges scored about 29 to 27. Like, How does that work? Because Brock dominated the shit out of that fight. Because there's probably enough. He, he a lot. Of, it looked like he was on top of him. Yeah. Right? Mark Hunt got out of a couple. So getting out of a couple and getting back to your feet, I think, scores you some But points. Brock also had quite a few takedowns as well. He had a few takedowns, but they weren't like clean shoots. They weren't. They were like, if you're up against the wall and there's like, oh, they're fighting, I don't think you're counting as much. Also, like, a lot of times Mark Hunt was locking him out. Like, he was, he was like hammering and stuff, but he really wasn't finding him that much. It looked like it was just because his arms were moving constantly. I just, I just don't know how the point but system works. There wasn't works. any like clean fights. Yeah, I don't really either. And but how I it think could possibly be a two point differential in the win? I, I don't. I don't know. Well, it's like boxing a little bit too when you watch a boxing match. Yeah, but I feel like in a boxing match you can you feel a bit. Oh yeah, he definitely should get a nine on that one. Well, you know, boxing is very like clean because it's only one style of fight. You know what I mean? It's very much like body shot to head shot to blocking to like clinching. Would, would Brock Lesnar be a good boxer? Do you think? Uh, no, because he's not quick enough on the punch. No, he's be- just more powerful. Like Conor yeah, he's, McGregor he's, would be a good boxer. That's what they say. That like, you know, he's oh, I could fight like Mayweather or something like that. And people were like, if he had any shot of no, going he to Mayweather, he'd have to Mayweather. train straight boxing for three years to even have a shot. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, he's got the body for it and the and the striking and skills the for it. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but. Mark, like Mark, that's why they, that's why Mark Hunt was like favored is because he was like More he's USC a true fighter yeah. and like grappling. Well, that's the other thing is Brock has that history of wrestling, so like he has that inherent grappling on the ground. You know, it literally in his core of his foundation of fighting is that's what it's built on. 
But Mark Hunt is like that straight. He could hit you. You know, he's got a little bit more of that boxing, which is why you saw Brock trying to get him to the ground constantly to, you know, to avoid the kicks, to avoid the knees, to avoid the striking on the ground, you know, up top, standing up. Uh, I just think it's when I saw those promos and when I saw that stuff and that he's going to summer, I was blown away by the just the seemingly carte blanche that he has to just do whatever the fuck he wants. Yep. I think that's awesome. It's great. You rarely see that. It's great for, for, for me as a wrestling fan to have that sort of cross promotion too, because there's no reason for them to not like each other. I mean, why can't the why can't the marriage be mutual? Why can't you guys promote this and you guys promote this? Because there's definitely there's like tons of there's so much cross promotion potential between yeah, those two. Yeah, I feel sports. like a lot of WWE fans watch UFC. I'm not gonna. I, I think that's the UFC bubble. It w- you know, if say there it's was like a Ven, say there was a Venn diagram or something, yeah, there'd be a lot more of the WWE inside of the UFC bubble than there is UFC into the WWE bubble. If you kind of see what I'm saying, UFC bubble is probably huge, and there's only like most of WWE is inside of like all, we'll also watch UFC. Yep, but. I don't know if all the UFC people are, or you fans are going to be watching WWE. And why not have a personality that goes across all the platforms? You mm. know, it, it, like it, it said, only helps. It, it said only something, helps. It said something pretty big to me about Brock Lesnar when he was on ESPN Sports Center for like legit LeBron James. I'm announcing my, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm taking my talents to WWE. Like that was a huge thing. Yep. ESPN is a big entity. As, as annoying as it is nowadays, it fucking suck. It, but it still <laughs> says a lot. To UFC have. shit their pants. Out. After that interview, because they were a hundred percent certain that Brock was going on ESPN to say, "I'm going back to UFC." Really? They oh, were, yeah, because it's Brock Lesnar announcement. Not, yep. Uh, yep. It was kept generic until he went on there and said, "Hey, I'm going to w- I'm si- resigning with WWE." So nice. it was interesting. That's nuts. Well, speaking of the ESPYS, do you guys want to go through? I know we listened to the to the monologue or whatever, but do you have like what are some of the? We could do a couple of the the yeah, bigger let's... ones, uh, like best male athletes: Steph Curry, Cam Newton, Bryce Harper, or LeBron James. Gonna mm, go have to go LeBron, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Steph Curry is not in attendance. It didn't look like. Um, I wouldn't be either. Uh, best female athlete. Uh, what are the options? Rihanna Stewart from UConn Women's Basketball. Rihanna Stewart. Alana Del Don from the Chicago Sky. Katie Ledecky from swimming. Or Serena Williams. Or Simone Biles in gymnastics. I couldn't tell you. Uh, uh, probably the UConn girl. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, they did kill it. Uh, shout out to Pat Summit, though. Della we haven't Donna. talked about that. Pat Summit, man. What a great coach. We don't talk about death on this podcast. That's a good Patrick, point. until you tell a joke. Um <laughs> We talked about Stuart Scott. All right, uh, best championship performance. So, uh, best athletes performance Cats. in a championship. No, no, no. Single athletes performance LeBron. in a championship. Von Miller for the Denver Broncos. Oh. Carly Lloyd in the U.S. Women's National Ooh. Team. Sidney Crosby in the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ooh. Or LBJ with the Cat. Oh, yeah, it's his no SBs, mind you. Sidney Crosby doesn't stand a chance. Uh, best breakthrough athlete. Jake Arietta, Chicago Cubs. Conor McGregor, MMA, Chloe Kim in snowboarding, or Carrie uh, Anthony Towns of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns. I'm thinking Conor McGregor. Jake Arrieta. Jake Arrieta is a that's, that's big a good one name. Yeah, I, I would go with Jake Arrieta on that one. I'm looking at the, the categories now too. Yeah, and then uh, best record breaking performance: Steph Curry single season three pointers. That one. Gino Oriyama most uh, NCAA titles, yeah. or Christian McCaffrey single season all purpose yards. Now that Dude, got Steph Curry by far. Yeah, it, it, Christian McCaffrey is like he's gonna be nuts next season. That is he's top, a sophomore. Obviously, he's not NFL, but that's some top level football. You know, he's Ed McCaffrey's son. Really. Yeah, of the Dem- no Denver kidding. Sounds about the right. The receiver. White, white, yeah. yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, it's a yeah. Sun. That's, that's awesome. Great. But I, yeah. I, I don't give college coaches nearly as much credit as as some people do. Where you got a, a guy like Gene Oriyama, or you got a guy like um, who's the North Carolina basketball coach, Roy Williams, and you got um, just anyone at these big schools like Nick Saban and and those guys. It's like you have the cream of the crop in every single recruiting class. You always get the best players, no matter what. You're gonna be good. I, your coaching doesn't yeah. have nearly as much to do with that success as you think it does. Right now, but back in the day, you had to get to that point. Sure. You had to put the hours in back in the day. But now be part of that, that skill that is the, more of their skill is recruiting than anything else. Like Patino it's and a, like it's Cal Perry. It's the same amount like, of skill. They have just enough skill in coaching the game and like coaching up players that they do in recruiting. Who can it's, get away with the most? It's the same amount of credit I give to Phil sure. Jackson. 
of being arguably the greatest coach of all time, where no. he had. That's why I said arguably. He had LeBron. <laughs> he had LeBron and I'm not LeBron. Uh, Jordan and Pippen and all those guys back in the day, and then he had Kobe and Shaq, and he won what nine titles or something like that. It's like, yeah, you, with those kind of caliber players, you're gonna win that many championships. It's 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 inevitable. Yeah, you, you that coaching stick, is a little. Eric Spolstra it, won two titles with Miami. That's a good point. He's a good basketball mind. Oh, okay. Uh, best upset. Holly Holmes knocking out Ronda Rousey. Yeah, now that, that was a win. great one. Uh, well, number uh, number fifteen, mid, uh, Middle Tennessee State beating Michigan State in NCAA tourney, <laughs> and then uh, Roberta Vinci uh, beating Serena Williams in the U.S. Open. Oh, but, that Ronda Rousey thing made so many headlines. Yeah, after that I gotta happened. go home. The hype gotta for that and just everything. And I hope Ronda's there. Yeah, uh, best game Villanova versus North Carolina, the basketball final this year. That was uh, fucking awesome. Cardinals versus Green Bay, the NFL divisional playoffs. Um, that was a good game too. Was that was that the Cardinals, Cardinals coming back like crazy, right? Yeah, and, and oh. then uh, oh, Larry yeah. Fitz winning it or whatever. Uh, and the, then Cleveland Cavaliers versus Golden State Warriors, just the whole NBA back and forth of, of them. Which you remember? Which they game came are they talking about? Yeah, is, it, is it single game or is it series? It is it says best, best game. game. Cleveland Cavaliers versus Golden State Yo, Warriors. Yo, I hope it's the the college basketball game because that was one of the greatest basketball games that was I've insane. ever seen. It's a good game. Not to You're right. I yeah, like seven hundred dollars. But how about this? <laughs> awesome. How about best team? Just overall team: Cavs, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, Kansas City Royals. It's gonna be the Cavs, Broncos, Crimson Tide, Yukon Huskies, or the Villanova Wildcats. Something in Cleveland Cavaliers. Think I about feel it. Like first that, championship. There's some like down three one bias to, towards it too. Like they have to go. You have to go well, Cavs, it, but it's also because because it's, it's fresh in our mind. Right. Well, know? ESPN's a LeBron dick sucking. Uh, entity anyway, absolutely. But also being Cleveland's first championship in fifty-two years, they're going to give it to Cleveland. Yeah, true for sure. Uh, best coach slash manager Ned Yost for the Royals. That's a pretty good one. Uh, yeah. Had a great interview during the uh, during the broadcast yesterday. Uh, Gino Oriyama, uh, Jay Wright from Villanova, Nick Saban at Alabama, or Tyron Lue from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Just to my point Jay, whatever you want, LeBron. Jay, whatever you go, want, LeBron. You should go, Jay Wright. Uh, who's it going to be? Should be Jay Wright. I think it's Jay Wright. He's there on scene yep. today. We saw him I think in the it's crowd. Jay it should be Jay Wright. Uh, best MLB player: Bryce Harper, Josh Donaldson, Jake Arrieta, Mike Trout, or Clayton Kershaw. Now, Mike Trout is a man amongst boys, but Bryce, Bryce Harper also been tearing the it's ball. Either Bryce or Jake Arrieta. Yeah, I don't know who's a better personality. It should be. Shouldn't it be like Chris, like Madison Baumgartner? Or no, it's two years ago. Sorry. Well, they're judging off of what the 2015 season. Yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah. So, uh, um, I'd say Arietta. What would do uh, best NFL player? Cam Newton, Tom Brady, JJ Watt, Antonio Brown, <laughs> or Tom Brady? Julio wins, Jones. I'd be so happy. Uh, it'll probably be Cam Newton or JJ Watt. Yeah. Fuck JJ Watt. You think so? Why? I don't like him. Oh, and okay. He, and he's there too. They they showed him in the the pregame show. So. It'll probably be J. Did he post JJ a picture Watt. that he made it kind of look like that? It was like random. He didn't know a picture was taken, but it was total. But he totally knew one was getting taken. <laughs> when he was, yeah. he was flexing, flexing in his baseball shirt. Probably, yeah, of course. Uh, best NBA player: Steph Curry, Kobe Leonard, which is he played his face off. I wonder who LeBron, Kevin Durant. No way. Or Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, he's on site, baby. Or Russell Westbrook. I'm thinking the uh, Steph Curry or LeBron James. Yeah. I'm thinking they give it to Steph Curry because LeBron and the Cavs are going to win everything else. <laughs> but then, then that doesn't make sense. Then. Well, oh. Steph was the MVP. They might just give it to him because of that. That's, that's what I was going off of here. What else? <laughs> Another good ones here. Uh, oh, how about this one? Best play. Aaron Rodgers, Hail Mary. Ooh, that was a good one. I love that. Jenkins buzzer beater in the uh, playoffs. I mean, in the uh, NCAA. Yep. LeBron's game seven block. Nope. Get the fuck nope. out of here. MSU punt block. It's got to be Aaron Rodgers, Hail Mary. Uh, I, would no. say, I would say the three-pointer. Yeah, three-pointer, man. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick had no idea what that was, so I played that for him, and he laughed so hard. Really? It, it it's kind of funny. Oh, it's, it's very the, funny. no, no, no! I meant really in that like. All right, married, boys, it's know. time. Leroy Jenkins. What is, uh, oh my god, he went in. Oh my god, Leroy went in. Oh god, <laughs> that's great. I was uh, I was actually in Dallas when that happened. The uh, the three point. Uh, the, the shot in the oh, NCAA right. championship, yeah, we about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, we were walking out of the Monday Night Raw taping, and all of a sudden, this sports bar that had like these huge open windows that's right next to the American Airlines Center erupted, and we were like, "What just happened?" And we ran over, and they he had just hit the three to win the title. 
uh, at the end of that game. That was awesome. Oh, that's great timing. Phenomenal. That's great timing. Um, but yeah, all the other SB ones, uh, they 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 don't uh, they don't really matter. <laughs> yeah. uh, but a cool night, I guess. You know, you get to see some favorite stars. They do a little red carpet bullshit, and it's whatever. You know, it's it's a good way to spend the non-athletic night. You know, um, but uh, is it is it uh, time or no? It's not time. Uh, what do we got going on then, there, Shawnee? What do you got on the old uh, to-do list? Oh well, I wanted to talk about. We went down so Saturday. You know, we watched the fights every night. That we got up on Sunday. Uh, we hung out um, a little bit, had some breakfast or whatever. And another reason why Nick wanted to stick around, our buddy, he's a big fisherman. So we went down to Patriot Place and checked out Bass Pro Shop. Oh boy, I've lived in this area for a very long time. Never been in in that place. Really, I ran in and grabbed a gift card one time, and I was in a rush for something, but never got to explore it. It is like I we used to go to a, there out near my aunt's house in New York, Pennsylvania. On the way there, there was like back in the day, there was like a Cabela's, like an old school Cabela's, and that was huge. And I always remember like. Good lord, this fucking place is huge. Oh, they got crazy. stuffed moose. How cool. It's like, yo, it is really cool. Shooting range. And then it's best pro shops is like that and then some because they have like full they have like boats you can buy. They have like a bar with food. They have bar, they have it's crazy the shit they have there. Like it is white trash mecca. They had seven different types of largemouth bass in in a, a tank. tank. They had like the virtual like shooting game. Dude, they, they had a fake had... dam. They had stuffed beavers and a and a fake dam. It oh, was they did. so cool. It was it's wild. The whole bottom floor is like stuff well, for you fishing the blue and whale, water right? sports. You say the blue whale? Yeah. Life size holy shit is yeah, that thing big. That thing is massive. They have like boats you can buy. They have like all every lure you could possibly think of. In every color you could possibly. Our buddy think. Nick's a fisherman. He dropped about thirty, forty bucks just on weird rubber. Yeah, it was <laughs> very stores, and then the, the top floor yeah. is like all the you know all like any piece of camo that you know from a newborn up until like Yo, you know, they and, have like wheelchair covers and camo. Yeah, that's what like, I was gonna basically. say. Like anything camo ever. Like he had a he had a sleeveless golf shirt he was gonna buy. It's buddy Nick insane. Like, nah, nah, nah. They have obviously like a whole <laughs> gun rat. You know, any gun you want to buy up to like a. I saw like. Like fifty cows you could buy, like like shoulder straps, fifty cows, dude. All the way up to like twenty two, like twenty two. Like there was like basically like a Dora Explorer, like logoed twenty two for like a little girl. And I was just, what about the pink and purple crossbow? Yeah, they had like crossbows, dude. I've never seen. There was a full aisle of just airsoft guns, really, with like all different kinds of airsoft guns. They had like air rifles, they had air pistols, they had like crossbows, normal bow. It was. Insane, dude! So smart for Under Armour to to pick up that genre and go down that angle. Yeah, too. they were on that shit early. They had, they had a Carhartt area too, which is always so cool. Sean, they had the the eighties rapper jacket that you have. They still have the they Carhartt. Still sell yeah, those. I love that shit. It's amazing. What a badass um, jacket. They, uh, it was like, and like, dude, the characters in there. Like, I these two kids and they're like two dads. I bet they were like cousins or whatever. There's two dads with brothers. And they were like discussing airsoft guns. And he's like, well, what about this? I mean, he got a machine gun, so I, I think like I need that. and Or I could get like this one, and it's got a scope on it. And the dad's like, well, I mean, you're just going to be catching fire left and right. I mean, you got to think about something that you could reload with. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Talking, talking about, about airsoft like, yeah, with and the like, yellow pellets? They do, yeah. They do those. And they were like talking strategy on like what he should buy. Well, well this one's only 35 The dad's like, well, it's probably shit quality. It's probably not going to go as fast or far. Won't break skin. Like, oh my god, <laughs> it was not like it is crazy in there. Like I'm you pretty been sure shot I by saw- one of those airsofts. Yes, I have. Yeah, those things hurt. They certainly do. Oh yeah, you were with us probably in our house in junior year, Ithaca. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw like the Yellow King from True Detective season one in there. Like it is why it was awesome. I uh, so that was like I wanted to spend some money there, but I didn't. Christine said there's actually a really cool uh, walk around out behind there. Yeah, it too, seemed like it, it seemed like there to, was uh, like a, a lake out there that you could actually like buy a fishing pole and go out there and fish. Yeah, and then it's actually I, I think you get a glimpse of some of the cranberry bogs that are down there as well. Yeah, I bet there's a huge cranberry bog down there. Mm-hmm. That was uh, pretty nuts. And then we went to somewhere and got lunch. That was nice. Where'd but, you go uh, get lunch? I think Splitsville, right? Splitsville, yeah, we went over Splitsville. We wanted to get those place. bowling ball beers. It's oh, like those yeah. fake, the, the big the chalices or whatever they are. Yeah, 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 yeah those yeah. are cool. Yeah, that was that was definitely fun. Um, there was like no one there, so it was great. And they've never seen Patriot Place before. Oh, nice. Uh, either one of them. So they had to was see it Gillette. a nice day to see Gillette. Yeah, it was, was kind of overcast. It was actually perfect. But for it was good because yeah. no one was around. 
Um, but yeah, that, that's a freaking place. Because you go to Giant there Stadium. There was cool. packed. What? It wasn't no one was around. There was a ton of people around. In the in the grand scheme of things of that place, that was not packed. At well, all. for like a game day, yeah, but we parked like right next to Davio's. That's that's rare. Okay, I guess you're right about that. You know I was just thinking Bass Pro Shops. That it was just there was like tons of people. Oh, 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 okay. How about this? Bass Pro Shops fucking slammed. Yeah. Patriot Place as a whole. Yeah, not too slammed. Not, not yeah, too yeah, slammed. Yeah, okay. I got you. We were talking about two different things. Um, but I would love to just go. Bass Pro Shops is a place where it's like, uh, you guys, we need to kill an afternoon or I'm bored. Let's just go to Bass Pro Shops and yeah, walk around. Because we were there for probably about an hour or so. Probably longer, I would maybe, think. Maybe even longer. Yeah. Because Nick had to buy all those lures. There, all that shit in there really made me say, what the fuck? Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of WTF news. The stories that make you say, What the f***? What the f***? WTF, mate. What the f***? This is WADD Talk Radio's wild world of What the f***? Alright, so Prison Vans. This company got a contract from this uh, from the state now. The, the This is the United Kingdom. Um, but uh, prison vans fitted with flat screen televisions and DVD players to stop cons from getting bored. Prisoners will be able to enjoy DVDs and television oh, sorry, journeys between jail and court in new custom vans. Uh, they're being installed. Take over Scot. Oh, it's Scotland, not England. I'm sorry. Their transport. It, it, that just makes me say, "What the fuck?" They're supposed to. You're supposed to be. Pu- you're being punished. You shouldn't be catching up on Orange Is the New Black. Well, actually, that's Netflix. But um, it, it's just ridiculous. And some of these quotes is. Um, a spokeswoman said, among the risks to prisoners' health are aiming to reduce anxiety associated with long journeys and appearing at court in self-harm or attempted suicides. So, yeah, put a TV in their van for their 45-minute fucking trip over to court is not going to make them the psycho that they are. That is, it, could, it could keep them subdued. So at least they have something else. Distracted. I, it is, I got you. It is a little what the fuck that they have to do that. But, like, yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, fuck them. This actually. doesn't say. Uh, oh, here it is. $154 million contract to transport these prisoners. Yeah, fuck that. That's messed up. That's just the in, it, American industrial complex in, in terms in of Scotland. Pro- oh, it's Scotland. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but it's the same thing, though. You're 100% right. It's just it's, permeates throughout the world, then. That's for sure. But oh my, oh my lord. More than 50 prisoners, including teenage killer James McCormick, escaped custody. With the last company. So the last company was getting a little lackadaisical. They found this new company. This new company got a huge old contract and said, well, we're going to make the works. How much of that do you think is more of just the guys who, all right, they, they drop them off at court and then they got to wait for a couple hours for court. How much is that really for the guards and everything just to, to kill time in between too, you know? Sure doesn't hurt. Yeah, exactly. You got to keep morale up, you know, regardless of on what uh, side of the bars you're on. You know, I guess you got to keep morale That's up. That's true. Um, but just, just the headline alone, it, it, you know, yes, certain prisoners should have a little bit of comfort. I get it. They made a mistake when they were 18, something like that. You know, I get it. But it's supposed to be punishment. You're not supposed to be, like, lavish. And, and the way they say it is like, oh, we're, it's not like we're playing Finding Nemo or any of that. We're, we're playing instructional DVDs and how to be a better human oh, and please. all that shit. Still. Get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Definitely made me say what the fuck. Well, my oh, what the fuck article comes from online. Uh, <laughs> well, no, it's just because eBay. You didn't get that out okay. of the Boston Globe, As of Officially banned human skulls from being sold on their site. Shit. Uh, human body parts um, have, I guess, have that are sold for intended for medical use, quote unquote, um, have been sold on the site since their inception in 1995. Uh, and Although you can list it as that, there's no actually paperwork that you need to have in order for that to like. You don't need to prove it. Really. You don't. You don't have to give anyone. a So heads I up. think a lot of it's believed that many were simply sold as uh, macabre curios, which uh, just like yeah, just like fucking like weird shit, just like people that are obsessed with the dead and stuff like that. Um, it's been suggested that uh, by one academic that many of the skulls may have originated from India and China, maybe from disinterred human remains, and also like. They don't know, like, you can't tell, like, if this, like, is a skull from, say, 20 years ago or last week. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, I, uh, it actually was a, um, a team 
that was put that put together a study. They were part of the Louisiana Department of Justice. They put their heads together. Ended up tra- yes, they did. They tracked school sales uh, on eBay for seven months, and they saw for seven months there was 454 schools for sale, and only 237 people actually did those listings. And some Ooh. of the opening bids were at fifty five hundred dollars for a I sale. Have a, I have a bone to pick with that. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, so it's, uh, Hey, what the fuck that you could buy a goddamn human skull on eBay to begin with. And now it's like, and now you can't. So if you wanted one too late, but you have to go to the black market. Yeah. Right. The silver road or whatever it's called. Seriously. So that's my, what I didn't even realize that you could do that. That's insane. It is absolutely. It's scary. Is what it is. Nuts. Like, you can't, I can't even fathom. Being the guy who has a human skull, like as like a decoration in his house or something like that, getting rid of evidence for the right as a secondary income, exactly. It's way over my head. Uh, My story comes to us from a town called Timminsville, South Kakalaki, and uh, where's that on the map? uh, (laughs) It's South Carolina. And uh, so, one small town in Carolina has had enough of their sagging pants, and of all states, a southern state like South Carolina, to start banning saggy pants from their cities. Uh, It was passed at a five-to-one vote um, where saggy pants will not be allowed in public in their town. Um, And here's the exact ordinance and and how the law is written out. It should be unlawful for any person driving or walking in the streets of the roads of Timminsville to A, engage in public nudity, which goes without saying, uh, B, display pornographic materials such as others that are unwantingly exposed to the same or that minors are able to view the same. Uh, C, display the flesh of one's rear end, behind, or backside during stationary or movement within the city limits. Um, D, wear pants, trousers, or shorts such that the known undergarments are intentionally displayed, exposed to the public. Uh, on the first violation, authorities will give a verbal warning. All butts matter. <laughs> All sizes matter. Pant uh, sizes matter. On the second uh, warning, they uh, they will get a written warning along with having their name listed in a law enforcement registry. And then in a third violation, you'll be fined $600. Looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. <laughs> Perfect. Um, great. So it's it's just such ridiculous shit that these towns and these small governments are worried about where there's so many bigger problems in your town, in your city, or is there? And I want to know. That, that's a good I want to know what like group of kids or kid has is always sagging their pants, walking across some old lady's house or old dude's house that's got nothing better to do than go to every single city council meeting and be like, "We got to ban the saggy pants." It's like you've been here since '94. Uh, we'll finally get to you, and they like if you like finally get to pass. That was a big day in the early bird special uh, group. I, th- I have a feeling. Have you s- you've seen someone right with their pants like that? Yeah, right? it's and you walk by, and yeah, that's the thing. It you walk by, and you're like, I don't want to see your underwear. No, it like makes I don't want to see that. It looks ridiculous, but you can't have a dress code for a town, and you can't have law enforcement enforcing that. They have bigger fish to fry. What's the next rule that's saying like the townspeople can't dance? <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? <laughs> Footloose. Footloose. Thank you. I was going to say uh, next thing you know, Dirty Kevin, Dancing, but Kevin it's different. Bacon's going to come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. No, that was, um, the issue there was abortion, Bill. Oh, was it? Yes. No, oh, okay. That's uh, everyone forgets in Dirty yeah. Dancing. I've the never whole, seen the, the underlying movie. conflict is abortion. So I looked up uh, on Wikipedia here the history of pants sagging. The style was popularized by hip hop artists in the 1990s, but later became a symbol of freedom and cultural awareness among some youths, or a symbol or their rejection of the values of mainstream society. It's often claimed the style originated from the United States prison system where belts are sometimes prohibited and there could be a lack of appropriate sized clothing, but fashion historian Tanisha C. Ford of University Massachusetts Amherst says it's not it's not definitive and the origins of style are unclear but it, it does kind of make sense though you know sure instead of putting a uh, band-aid under your eye for your homies in there you just you keep your sag those pants baby mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's uh that's interesting so yeah that uh pull your uh, pants up <laughs> Jesus. you sound like an 80-year-old white man when you say that god i'm a 31-year-old white man on my way <laughs> But that'll just about do it for episode 70 of WADD Talk Radio. Another good one, gentlemen. Yeah, man. It's wonderful. All episodes matter. Yeah. It's always good to uh, to get into the studio again with you guys. And now that uh, Patrick and I don't work together, unfortunately, which means we have to probably change the open because I don't work with you and you 
what, what, what does he say? I, I tried to do Makes an ass out of himself nice. or whatever. It's not nice, Eric <laughs> Ooh, Maybe we'll have a new intro soon. Yeah, so we'll, I'll get started working on something like that. So hopefully within the next episode or two, we will have uh, a new intro. But uh, as always, you guys can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash WADD Talk Radio. You can follow us on Twitter at WADD Talk Radio. Patrick is on Twitter. Where can he find? Where can we find you? At Heaners Wiener All Ease. And Sean, where can we find you? At Have You Seen Heaners. And please, please check us out. Get at us. Comment on the, the videos and and, the, and tweet at us and let us know you're listening to the show and please please tune in to episode 71 when it drops next week and uh, shout Sean, out to Big Heen yes yeah, shout out to Big Heen and Sean when can we talk to the people again next week